Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Summer is coming. Are you ready to unveil your beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene products. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers' chest hair, baby. And if you grew some winter man tits, the least you can do is make sure they're hairless. Because the ladies love those hairless titties, believe you me. It's time to get ready for a hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT. Oh my god, it's a ginger! Wrong! <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's so red. What do you mean? I think it's just the lighting. I can yeah. tan. The lighting makes it red. I can tan. Mm. And I have a soul. I'm not a ginger. Mm. Question. I, <laughs> hey, start the fucking show, dude. I don't want to talk about this again. <laughs> and we're going to do this in the three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris. And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris the Ginger, Steve Moore. How's it going, Mr. Moore? Oh, I don't like that intro. I'm doing okay. We're having a bit of a red July. I'm having a little bit of feedback. Can you hear that? I'm right now you're good. There we go. Just don't move. I shouldn't touch anything. Um, a little bit of red July. What's, what do you mean? Yeah, red July because of you. You blossomed into your red summer. Oh summer. my god! I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the smog. Oh, the smog, <laughs> or someone's period. <laughs> it's not so Maybe. red. This, this is this round isn't as bad as the last round. The last one I remember, it smelled like a fucking uh, like a campfire everywhere. So this one's not so bad. It's like normal. At least I was just out there, but it definitely feels a little different. Yeah. So you know, if you got to ask. I have some- I have some friends in California, and they're like, oh, a little bit of smog, a little bit of smoke in the air. And I'm like, bitch, you have palm trees. When's the last time you shoveled snow from your driveway, you whore? Shut the fuck up. You guys still win. You win, always. (laughs) We're allowed to complain in New York. Yeah, California. I mean... I've never been to Skid Row, but I don't want to. So California wins. <laughs> Speaking of Skid Row, we'll sort up. Um, or just skids. So <laughs> the other day I had to pee so bad. And so when I have to pee really, really bad, I don't even bother aiming. I just sit down. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you gotta like go and you gotta explode. But how I, do you aim if you sit down anyways? I sit down and just point it down. <laughs> Oh, like, God. If you're like if you're pooping, 
If you don't, yeah, if you don't aim it down, it can go through the seat crack. I I think that my I think that my dick is too big to worry about that. Um, because the weight of it hangs down anyway. So anyway, just the head. I had I had to pee really bad, so I figured um, I'll just sit down because my assumption is that if I don't sit down, it's gonna like just explode and mm-hmm. spray. I never had it spray, but that's just my assumption. So anyway, sitting down, I pulled my undies down and looked down, and it looked like I peed myself. And I said, oh, my God, I'm 38 years old. This is so, I cannot believe it. And then I was inspecting it as I was peeing. And I was like, oh, my God, this is just really bad ass crack sweat. My undies are soaked from ass crack sweat. It didn't smell like piss. It smelled like ass. And I was so excited that I didn't pee myself. But I was also like, this is a lot of ass crack sweat. So my question for you is, um, you know, I use the... I I use the <laughs> I use Manscaped for my nuts, but can I use that on my ass crack? Yeah, as long as you don't put it in your asshole. You I use the, I I use all the formulations for um I use my formulations for ball sweat, but I never yeah, think about ass but crack. Sweat. That ball sweat is going to go somewhere if you cut it off at the source, you know? You got to – so it runs away and it becomes ass sweat. So you got to get the whole area. That's why That's why I have Julie put it on for me. I just lay down and lift my legs up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she puts it on me like a baby. <laughs> that's nice. It's a good way to start the day, to be honest, if you feel pretty pampered. You know what I mean? I don't need her to make me breakfast. I just need her to, you know, put the formulations on my ass. <laughs> You know, I just feel like maybe they should consider just a spray to give a, your ass crack a light dusting. <laughs> or maybe like, uh, you know, those computer things that it's like, it's like air in a can and you just like put it through the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> just need that. <laughs> Manscaped ass duster. <laughs> That's funny. That's what we need, Manscaped. Are you listening? You guys better be writing this shit down. We're giving you gold here. The Frat Chat Podcast, and uh, we'll take 5% of sales, obviously. I wonder if, what if I took a balloon and I put it over the head of my dick and I took that air blower and blowed it directly in my asshole, would oh. it blow the balloon up? <laughs> I don't think, I don't think. That's, that's a cool experiment though, right? I mean, the one way to test it out would be the reverse effect. Next time when you get a blowjob, just have someone blow on it and see if you fart. I should put like um, baby powder on my asshole, and then if there's a cloud of smoke, that's how we know. Because it may not be, it may not be a loud, audible, but it might be more of like a. Yeah. Just be. <laughs> you never know. Could be a homemade enema. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> you just need a smarter on the other end and blow. <laughs> <laughs> just watch the white walls. <laughs> you never know. Oh, right. Fellas, have you ever wished you were a little bit taller? Maybe you matched on Tinder, but her profile says must be over six feet. Oh, no. Or maybe your date wants to wear heels, but she can't because it'll make her taller than you. Well, I got the short kinks covered with today's sponsor, 
Kanzuri. Kanzuri makes shoes that make you up to 2.8 inches taller without anyone knowing. Look, guys, girls get heels, makeup, and push-up bras. Why can't men get a boost in confidence, too? I mean, we're all the same height lying down anyways, if you know what I mean. Oh, you don't? Well, I'll draw your picture after the show. Don't worry. Stay tuned for the Fat Chat Podcast. But for now, for a limited time only, our listeners get an extra 15% off your order with the promo code FRATCHAT at Kanzuri.com. This site is already 30% off. And with our promo code, you can get an extra 15% off. That's 45% off for your entire order. Support our show and check them out at C-O-N-Z-U-R-I dot com and use the promo code FRATCHAT. You know, Osmar and I got in an argument the other day about something that I hung on the wall and we argued over six inches, whether she hung <laughs> higher or lower. And I'm like, fucking gays. Like, come on. <laughs> Are we really wasting our energy on whether or not this poster should be six inches higher or lower yeah but you say that now but you didn't just you know back off on your position you wanted it your way because i'm right <laughs> you see there you go <laughs> there you go i think uh i think i just need to see a picture of the before and after so i can make an inference for myself you know i'll show it to you and you're gonna agree with me so it's fine all right fair enough fair enough well Mr. Mel, I got some what the fuck news for you. Because what the fuck news? What the as fuck? Of, as of right now, as of literally this second, well, on good side of news, Maryland has legal weed, as uh, right now when we're recording this. But, of course, you go to Idaho, and they got some freaky-deaky laws coming into effect, especially the one reinstating the firing squad as an alternative form of execution when the lethal injection is not available back fucking fire squad and i got the story from idahocapitalsun.com and a prior to this the lethal injection was the only form of execution allowed in the state but uh, apparently idaho department of correction officials have been having trouble uh, obtaining the chemicals to carry out the planned execution of gerald pizzuto jr who was convicted of murdering two people outside of mccall in 1985 that's when I was born. Oh, yay. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it about me. Hey, guys. Just kidding. Okay, go ahead. keep going. I'm sorry. So the state apparently had tried to kill him December uh, 25th. No, December 15th and March 23rd, which is actually my mom's birthday. So happy birthday, mom. <laughs> but oh, happy birthday, mom. <laughs> they had to cancel the executions because they couldn't get the chemical Penton, what the fuck? Pentobarbital. There you go. Pentobarbital. Uh, and so, since 1976, there have actually been three executions in the U.S. carried out by Fire Squad, all of which were in Utah, which somehow doesn't shock me. I thought it would be Texas, though, but that's just me. Uh, though the bill takes effect today, the state still is going to have to build this facility uh, to carry out executions by Fire Squad, because... You know, and come up with like procedures for using them. Um, and then the, the state representative hopes that the state succeeds in obtaining the lethal injection chemicals and never has to use the firing squad. But it's like, what the fuck? She even says herself, I thought it was an absolutely terrible idea. <laughs> My hope is that it never gets used. 
but really, dude, like, if you think it's a terrible idea, why is this happening? <laughs> I'm so confused on so many levels. So first of all, I don't understand why can't you just make more chemicals? Just make more. Because I feel yeah. like that's less expensive than building a whole facility. In a fire and, Yeah, like that's like, I'm thinking about the payroll and the um, and the construction versus just ordering more of the drug. But I'm, I'm also confused because I thought pentobarbital um, was the blue solution that you put combs in um, at the... Uh, at the hair cuttery, the barbershop, right? Maybe that's, maybe that's why it's a shortage, those damn hair cutteries. So don't drink that stuff, guys. Is that what it's called? The blue stuff? I don't fucking know. Let but me Google it. It's like a, it's like an anesthetic. So, cause there's like three chemicals that they inject you with. I think that's one of the ones that like calm you down. So you don't hurt too much when you die. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at blue chemical hair salon. Um, and I mean, while you look that up, also the firing squad, it's not really the most humane way to go. So you're, you're just kind of getting shot up in multiple places. It's like, ah, until you, until something hits you, uh, like in the head, and you go down. But so yeah, I think you got to come up with something better, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Barbicide. I'm wrong, guys. I'm sorry. You can drink barbicide. Close. <laughs> like that wasn't even. <laughs> guys, earlier I stated, let me correct. Just I said, do not drink the blue liquid at the hair cuttery because it's the same thing that they murder murderers with. But I'm wrong. You can drink the blue yes. stuff that they clean homes with. Uh, <laughs> I um I also feel like if you if you really like want to show because the firing squad is like so dramatic. If you really just want a, a good show, don't you think that an electric chair is so much more exciting? Mm, yeah. But electric chair is, I feel like scarier of a show and you know, the person also shits themselves after. So it's kind of like, eh. yeah, like, that shit isn't any harder to clean up than like blood and guts all over the place. That, that's true, but I'd rather clean up it blood. It just stinks more. <laughs> yeah. Like they had to, uh, uh, like Ted Bundy, they showed it in his movie, as before they walk him down to the thing, to the electric chair to kill him, uh, they're like, sorry, Ted, but we got to do this because people shit themselves. <laughs> and they turn him over and they like stick cotton up his ass and he's like, ah! And they put a diaper on him. <laughs> And they like shave his head part, you know, so they can put the part, the thing on it. It's like a pretty humiliating way to go, which I guess if you're a fucking, you know, like a Ted Bundy asshole, good for you. Oh my God. You know, I don't know. I think, I see, this is where I'm like, the death, the death penalty is tough. Cause I, if you just, some people deserve to go, but I still think living life in prison is way worse than just getting to die. You know, you know my. Fr- I'm not gonna mention his name, but my my friend who's running for office, mm-hmm. he is like, I don't believe in death penalty. I don't believe in life in prison. Everyone can be rehabilitated, and I'm like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Because, for example, <laughs> he gets for example, the now. <laughs> uh, like Jeffrey Fogel, 
Jared Sorbo. Oh. Subway guy, yep. right? I think I joined okay. Jeffrey Epstein and Jared Fogel. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so Jared Fogel, <laughs> he needs to be in jail forever because where there's kids around, there's temptation, and I don't. There's no medicine to cure that. If you're a diddler, you are one of the biggest menaces to society. He should be in jail for life. I think. I don't know if, if he should be shot execution style, but I think he should be in jail forever. That's just my opinion. I think I think we should be more intense with the diddlers but when it comes to like murderers i feel like it's a lot of money to keep them in jails for a long time like if you took the life if you were a mass shooter and you took the life of so many people then i think you know eye for an eye like the government gets to take your life so that we don't have to spend money on you to feed you and then make sure that you're healthy and safe for the rest of your life i don't know that's where my mind goes sometimes that's where that's where i disagree because a lot of those people want to die and that's why most of them try to do like the murder suicide thing. But there's one thing healthy and safe is not things, two things that the government tries to do for anybody in jail. <laughs> so, well, I uh, mean, they have um, better conditions than living on the street. So some people would prefer to be in jail oh, than living on the street. That's why some people commit crimes so they can live in like in the winter. Well, some people, yes, but that's a very small percentage. Like, as far as like the regular average murderer on the street goes, their conditions in jail is not that good. Because even if you're uh, separated from the population, that means you spend 23 hours in your little tiny cell and you're by yourself all fucking day. So a lot of them even, I was actually randomly reading about this yesterday. A lot of people, once they spend enough time in isolation, they say, fuck it, I'm going to take my chances against that in general population because I'm going crazy here. In general population, unless you're rich, now, there are those nice country club jails, which would be nice <laughs> vacation from my life here. <laughs> <laughs> but on, on average, man, like uh, you go to jails like Rikers and shit. Mm-mm-mm. Well, to be honest, here. I was only saying healthy and safe, just assuming they got a meal every day. Yeah, but so that was my yeah. that was my version of healthy. Uh, like you have a bologna sandwich three times meal? a day. Good for you. And an apple. Good. Yeah. No, good for no. you. You made it. And some sex in the showers. <laughs> like, what's the life? <laughs> Who do I kill to go here? <laughs> Sounds Dude, magical. Have you ever seen American History X? Oh, yeah. That movie's fucked. Uh, I remember one of my friends, uh, like, right when I came out of the closet, I had a, a friend that I used to go to the gay bars with, like, my one friend that was gay. And, like, uh, um, we would talk about all sorts of things. And we, one of the things we would talk about how there isn't much like gay exposure or gay characters or gay scenarios on a lot of TV shows. And then he was like, but he's like, have you ever jacked off to that scene where uh, Edward Norton is getting raped in the um, shower? And I was like, absolutely not. That's horrifying. Are you kidding me? He's like, you don't think it's hot? No, I don't think rape is ever hot, actually. No. Uh, but he was like, no, but isn't that like a fantasy? I'm like, no. No. Such a horrifying scene. There's nothing good about that. Ugh. He's like, they're also hot, right? No. He had he had a um, swastika on him. That's not attractive. Yeah, no. And, and I will say Edward Norton got himself in very good shape for that movie. But no. Oh, yeah. Skinhead sex, skinhead rape is never attractive. Ugh. No way, Johnny. If you can hear me, that is really uh, a red flag. Yeah, yeah, kind of weird, dude. You should uh, really weird. You should go to therapy, maybe. 
And thanks for listening, by the way. But you're kind and of. And when like, I say it's my friend, it really is my. It's not me. It's my friend. <laughs> my friend said. My friend has this problem. <laughs> my friend has this problem, but it's definitely not me. He's six foot tall. He has reddish, brownish hair. He has a really gay Midwestern voice. But I swear it's not me. It's not me. It's not me. You can't prove that at all. <laughs> oh, Lord. But he's definitely not a ginger. No, no, not just at all. Just to throw it out there. Totally. Unless, <laughs> unless you just look at him like right now. But other than that, you know. <laughs> Anyways, Mr. Mo, I believe it is time. Two. Get to it. <laughs> Time to poop. You got to go again? <laughs> no, I always do a pre-show poop. It's just whether I'm on stage or the podcast, I just think it's nice to like cleanse your tubes. Hell yeah. It's good luck. So I support you. It is. But I'm bloated when I'm talking. That's true. That's true. That's why it looks so skinny on stage. And that's why Mr. Mo is also ready to get the show on the road because... We're going to talk to you about summertime. We're going to talk to you about the 4th of July, which is like literally when this episode airs right now. You can take advantage of this. So I hope you're ready because you can run to the store as soon as we're done with this episode. And we'll give you some ideas because we're going to talk about the best ways to enjoy not just your 4th of July, but your rest of summer, baby, with some cool, classic, fun, exciting, exhilarating, epic drinking games. Oh yeah! I gotta do the voice. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! ones again from some classic ones uh, that you probably grew up with back in your day to some maybe some new ones you never played to an epic one. Now let Mister Mo get to that we used to do back in the frat days. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun list. This is gonna be a fun list. And note, we got a couple of games to play indoors or outdoors because we don't know what the weather's gonna be like. Or if Canada is going to fucking blow up again. Uh-huh. This might be my favorite topic ever. Ever. Likes it so much. He makes up words. Like favoritist. Favorite. Most favoritist. <laughs> Most favorite. My favorite, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, well. When, when you're like, I was actually reading about this yesterday. I thought to myself, guess what I wasn't doing? Reading about anything ever. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I <laughs> I have an honorable mention. Go on. It's not really a game. I used to, but it used to be a fun pregame thing, and I feel like a pregame is a game. Yeah, pregaming sort is of. gaming. Um, it's just well, it's just what you do. Sometimes you play actual games like the ones on this list. Uh, to pregame, but yeah, pregame is fun. Like you could do a power hour to pregame. If I go like this, does it make me look skinnier or make me look deformed when I put my shoulders back? Uh, you definitely look like you are like exposing yourself. <laughs> oh, I do? Oh, I was going for a thinner silhouette. It looks like you're like popping out of a tree like, hello, children. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going for a dimple vibe. Okay, never mind, never mind. Listeners, well, yeah, I sure, you're up <laughs> I looked up. A, I smoked up a little bit before the show. I'm sorry, guys. I love my manscaped all year long, but especially going into summer. Cause believe it, boys, you don't want your hair down below poking out that speedo when you're trying to show off that summer bottom vacation this year. 
Manscaped is dedicating to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential Lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to run out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or the trash your chest in your pants, this is the best trimmer on the market. Their trimmer features a ceramic blade designed to cut hair and loose skin and to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology. You can even trim an arrow pointing to the promised land if you're bold enough. Inside the performance package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer because we know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing a bathing suit all day. And no one likes nose hairs. So their package also comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0. And you also get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, which is a $39 value, and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped Boxers. If you're wearing sandals, you also need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. So do yourself a favor and always use the right tool for the job. And get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. Oh, yeah. Um, this, okay, now, now I know, now I know, you know, we're all works in progress, you know, you live and you learn. Okay, so my honorable mention is just taking turns doing beer bongs. Uh, but I'm not a big fan of shotgunning because I feel like shotgunning wastes so much beer. I feel like there's so much, um, of a mess. Yeah. No one does it right. People, people fucking try to cheat and act like they're like, you know, winning instead of drinking all the beer. So then they could, they, pop it open and it splashes everywhere and then they go like and it's just like wasting everywhere yeah. and like, i'm done it's like listen you did not drink a sip of that beer <laughs> yeah or they'll have like two sips and throw down the ground and you see it yeah. still like leaking out and they're like yeah <laughs> dude you drank none of that you fucking asshole <laughs> i know so um i um I think that the only true way to do a shotgun is to shotgun a tall boy. Just to ensure that you drink enough. <laughs> Shotgunning a tall boy. That's a good one. I've never I don't think I've ever have shotgun a tall boy. But I did shotgun an original four loco, which was the size of a tall boy. Yeah, yeah it did not end well. Those were those were the, I get why they the changed four loco. Was was that when it had the caffeine in it too? So the afterwards, you're like, yeah, the OG. I did it as a pregame, and I thought it was a great idea. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. I think I woke Lucky. up. It was like uh, we were going away to a social or something. It was back in college for sure. But I was like on the bus, and like I had like a come down from all the caffeine, and I like was like almost like shut down. <laughs> and then I woke up like 20 minutes later, like oh god, like I thought my heart had stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. And then I got up and I drank the rest of the night. So it was not, you know, I guess I survived and did well. Might have went on the way to a crush party, actually. But it was something we needed to take a bus to to get to Baltimore. And I wanted to be like shithouse. So that's why I did it. But um, Brad, I'm not going to say his last name. I should have said his first name. 
Like, you know what I'm talking I mean, about? A brat in college? Yes. Uh, <laughs> good luck tracing so, that one. <laughs> in our fraternity, he, um, uh, on the way down the crush party, made me hold a penny against the seat in front of me for the entire length of the, when I was pledging, the entire length of the, of the ride. That was a and pledge brought, of us all night. Did you ever have oh, to do really? that? We had to put the I, penny on our nose against the wall. I don't remember doing that. Yeah, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe it was my nose on the back of the seat. I I don't really remember it too well. Yeah, but if you drop the penny, you got hazed, and literally one by one, they would send us down to uh, the basement, and they would ask you questions. And if you got the questions right, they would give you like a cookie and milk. If you got it wrong, they would haze the shit out of you. But you would hear. You know, when you're really? up there with any other nose, people are getting asked questions like, are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> Do you know anything about life, you fucking asshole? <laughs> <laughs> so luckily, I can hear the questions. And I asked a good friend of mine, a friend of the show, Giamatta, and say, hey, <laughs> what's all this information? And he would just feed me shit. So I got all my stuff right when I went down there. That was a good night. But yeah. Well, I didn't get any questions. I just had to hold a fucking penny against the seat in front of me. And I was so embarrassed because he did this in front of all these girls. And oh. half the girls I invited and I sold all these tickets, right? And then I couldn't like chat with them on the way down there because I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brother, Brad. Yes, sir. Uh, you see, what they never do anything like that in public. I don't, you should have been like, fuck you, bitch. Make me put the fucking penny on my nose. Make me, bitch. <laughs> One time at my at my uh, apartment, he he was drinking, and then he just like scrolled me out of my own bed. He was like, "I'm sleeping there." What? And I was like, "Uh, can we do that?" But he was a lot bigger than me. I was like, "I don't know." And then he oh, barked shit. all over my bed. I was like, "Oh fuck, I should have made him he sleep." He barked the like, bed. Yeah, I was like, he should have just set, slept on the fucking tile floor in the kitchen. Yeah, no, that's a no. Some asshole would try to scroll me out of my own chair, my couch. And I was like, you can get the fuck out of here. Like <laughs> Outside these four walls, man, I, I'll play your little pledge game. But it, I pay the rent here, asshole. So you're going to physically try to remove me? Trust me, it's not going to end well. <laughs> you look at my roommate's like, well, he's a pledge. And he's like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Dude, let me tell you. You looked the way that you did in college. So you could, you know, buck up. I looked the way that I did in college. And so sometimes I had to kind of just like, okay, guys. <laughs> okay. It wasn't, I was like really mad that I would flip out and like poop on someone's clothes, you know, but like, that's true. But I always say crazy shit. I couldn't really buck up at the moment unless I had a handful of poop. So just very evil, evil revenge is what you're. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was the worst. I would have what is the worst thing you think you did before we get right to the topic? Okay, the worst thing I think I did was not to a fraternity brother, but when I was in college, I worked at Guest Jeans, and you had to have a college degree of any sort as a prerequisite to be a shop manager. And the shop manager, I think, was let go, and the district, uh, the district manager's niece became a new shop manager. And she did not have a college degree. She was actually a year younger than me. So she didn't have the, the prerequisites to be the shop manager. And whenever I needed a manager to give me like an approval to do like a return or like a refund or an exchange of some sort, 
I couldn't find her because she was always in the dressing room trying on clothes. It was just like fun for her. Her friends would come to the mall and they would go off and like shop and have fun. And but I, I just we just didn't have the support that we needed from a manager because the managers have all these particular like like access codes and you know credentials and permissions. So um, anyway, I used to always like walk to her car at night, and then I remember I kind of complained about something and. Um, uh we argued and i quit i was like whatever like i can't deal with this like you need to grow up and um it was just a really bad situation and i was so upset that i visited my parents and uh i went in the backyard and and i picked up all the dog shit and put it in the plastic bag uh because we would just let the dog in the backyard to go take a dump so i right. scooped up all the poop put it in a plastic bag i took it to the parking lot where I knew her car was the next day. And I stuffed dog shit underneath every door handle. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you asked, but I was sure. like, I was like, I was so nice to this girl. And I approached her with kindness every time. And then finally, when I was like, I complained about one thing, like, she, I mean, she really like let me have it and like screamed at me in front of everyone. And I was like, I don't let people talk to me like that. I am out of here. But yeah. uh, I thought, you I know hate what? you. <laughs> Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. No one fucks with Shemos. No one. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> Yes, you could sleep in my bed. <laughs> uh, it's like really Brad. <laughs> Meet our new intern, <laughs> Kyle Simo. What's up, guys? <laughs> no, I'm not Michael Phelps' slow little brother. I'm Chris Moore. I'm my own person. Right? It's me. <laughs> Dude, look look how different that face is to this face. Yeah. Look at look at uh, the difference in the nose, the cheekbones, the chin, the notice, lips, everything. Uh, notice young Chris has something going on for him. He's not a ginger. <laughs> you churned you it all my hair's getting lighter because it's gonna turn white when I turn 40. Maybe you I'll be the next it you get that's what happens when you get all the surgeries the ginger genes were activated <laughs> yeah if i knew then when i knew now i would never every time simo gets a botox injection a piece of his soul dies inside <laughs> yeah i mean it is a toxin that makes sense <laughs> there you go story time back in high school i dated a girl that was half an inch taller than me now that's no biggie at first until the time came for her to wear heels i hated it she looks so much taller than me. Walking around with her made me feel like a little kid being dropped off to school by his mom. If only Kanzuri existed back then. Not only do Kanzuri shoes make you up to 2.8 inches taller, but they're also incredibly stylish and comfortable. Now, these are not old man Velcro shoes. So if you're looking for that, get out. You're going to get compliments on your Kanzuri's, even if they didn't make you taller. People will be like, whoa, this is some cool shoes, man. Where'd you get them? Because they have styles for every occasion. Like they have smart, casual, sporty. You name it, they got it. You need it, Kanzuri's got it. Now, the height insoles are actually built into the shoe, so no one can tell you're getting a secret little height boost there. 
and the brand is also hidden on the shoes and on the packaging. It's really the ultimate height hack. Life is short, but you don't have to be. It's time to level up the playing field, boys, and maybe update that dating profile to six feet because Kunzuri is an absolute game changer when it comes to your dating life. So, on top of 30% off the site, our listeners get an extra exclusive 15% off discount at Kunzuri.com with the code FRATCHAT. That's a total of 45% off your order. So, use promo code FRATCHAT at Kunzuri.com right now. Go to C O N Z U R I dot com when used promo code FRATCHAT. When I want to get high, you guys, I put on a pair of Kunzuris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, let's get to our list, Mr. Mo. Uh, would you like to go foist? Uh, would you like me to go foist? I think you should go foist. Okay, I will go foist. Uh, okay. Well, the first one is a classic one. You gotta, you gotta obviously start with this one. You can play it inside. You can play it outside. You can play it in a pool if you get one of those floaty thingies. You can play or the styrofoam ones. Yeah. Oh, I've done it, that. That's fine. You can use it on a ping pong table. You can make it on a dinner table. You can use any fucking table as long as it's regulation size and you don't lean your bows or your hands over it. Of course, I'm talking about beer pong, baby. And uh, I'm talking about traditional beer pong. Uh, two little ping pong balls. You throw the thingies. I know you can use the fucking paddles too, but you know, I, I call it. No, no paddles. It's too much. Uh, because I remember this root, and I was like, no, the one you throw is like Bay Root. It's like, shut the fuck up. If you call it Root, you're a jerk, and I hate you. It's called Beer Pong, damn it. You get yeah. two balls, and you got either traditional six-cup pong, or you can go bigger. You know, we played up to a 100-cup pong, which is pretty epic stuff. Uh, but then you need more partners, or else you get a little too drunk. Uh, yeah, you just got to chuck that bad boy. And uh, you, can, you can chuck it or bounce it. If you bounce it, it's two cups. Correct. Uh, if you both make it, uh, if you and your partner both make it in a cup, I think it's game. If you both make it's it the same cup. in different cups, uh, it's two cups. Like you take those two away plus another two. Uh, but yeah, if you get. Oh, I don't it. remember that rule. But I do remember that girls were able to blow it out and guys oh, could finger. finger it out. And that's if it's rimming, if the ball is rimming around. Yeah, if it's a toilet bowl ball, that's what I call them. It's two fingers. <laughs> two fingers. I don't know the girls that you dated because I was always like this. <laughs> um, so another rule that I had just to keep it going, this is just my own house rules. Because in college, I think most people would, maybe not, maybe just me. I posted the rules on the wall so there's no confusion. Yeah, was a lot house rules should be posted in the house um yeah. actually at one point i used a magic marker and just wrote it on the wall and so we had to paint over that when we left <laughs> but um i was like listen this is important so i'm gonna make this permanent uh but anyway uh if you threw over the table and it didn't hit any cup then you had to take away one of your own cups unless it was the last cup. And that way it got the um, tables um, moving faster because if I had 30 people over and there's a sign-up sheet and everyone wants to play, you know, sometimes the, the games could go on forever, especially the more drunk you got. So I was like, all right, guys, we're going to do this. But that was the rule. And um, uh, we were allowed to do one re-rack throughout the round. 
And so I would always aim for a diamond. Mm -hmm. Same. I like the diamond formation. And we would do one re-rack if it's six cups, uh, two re-racks if it's ten cups. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, those are the days. I I know. uh, the closet door off in my dorm. Yeah, that's what we did. Put it over two chairs and and we and when we would just fill it with water and then we would have our beers hidden under our bed or something. And so then uh the RA would knock on the door and be like, I know you're playing beer pong. I'm like, actually it's water pong. We are practicing it for when we're of age to drink. Thank you. Uh but then we would we would have all everything stashed. Or we would have like shots lined up, and every time you got a ball. And the other team had to take a shot, you know, something like that. Um, Anywho, and also you only, how far did you fill it up? I don't think you should fill it up halfway. I think you should just fill it up in the quarter. Yeah, not a lot, right? Totally. Because if you do like a, uh, like a full cup like that, someone's going to throw up. Totally. And it's like, like you don't want to necessarily drink too much of it. The cups get all disgusting too. So it's kind of better off. Not. Man, <laughs> but also, also if it's too full, then like the ball's gonna go in regardless because you want the cup to have a little bit of a give to it. So if it's too full, the bounce, the ball's just gonna bounce in and so be hollow and just drop right in. So you don't want to fill up your cups too much. Give it a little leeway, brother. Isn't that so funny after COVID that now we're like, um, I don't want to drink after you, but in uh college, those ping pong balls would be all over the gross floor and everyone's mouth would be on the same cup and we're like kind of like whatever yeah and then the ball would like roll under a couch and you pull it out there's yeah. like shit all over it so like, oh, it's okay I'll put it in the water cup yeah and the water cup always had so much hair in it we were like whatever it's clean it's water <laughs> what do you mean it's in the water cup it's clean yeah listen I put my nuts in the water cup and now my nuts are clean <laughs> Who cares? Before Manscaped, we had the water cup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Death> little. <laughs> Did I yeah, ever I tell you that I used to take my scrotum and I would stretch it out and put water on, like, on my scrotum as if it was like a bird bath and I would flop <laughs> it like this so that my dick would go in the in the water. Why did you do uh, that? Why would anybody learn to do that? Why would you think I'm gonna I mean, make it? I was a- such a creep. I'd be, hey guys, do you want do you know what a bird bath is? Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> or if you hey Chris, show them your bird bath. All you want to see. <laughs> <laughs> the old bird bath trick. <laughs> oh, anyway, okay, so here's my first one. And to coincide with your game, I think this is another very iconic game, and it's called Flip Cup. Remember that? Yeah, I love some flip. That's actually Julie's favorite drinking game. Oh, okay. So you need to have two teams of an even number. It can be two versus two, three versus three, four versus four, or you can even have two or more teams. But as long as it's the same amount of people and uh, you line up some cups with maybe like a quarter of the cup filled with beer. And these are like solo cups. And uh, the purpose of the game is, or the way you play is... One person in the line will drink the beer. And once the beer is consumed, they hang, they put the, the um, cup halfway on the table and they and they flip it from underneath and try to flip the cup over to land upside down. Yep. And so once right. it lands upside down, the, ne- yeah. Yeah. the 
then the <laughs> next person would drink theirs and then try to flip their cup. And whoever, whichever team flipped all the cups first, won. And then in college, you know, we would always wager something fun, like a 30-pack, a blowy, um, you know, things like that. Especially at the all-guy parties. <laughs> yeah. All, all right, guys. I... I win. It looks like I got to blow everyone's dick. <laughs> All right. I'll do it. I lost. All right. It looks like I got to blow everyone's dick. All right. I'll do it. <laughs> well, Sebo's a really good brother, guys. Yeah. That's why he always has a ponytail. Someone has to do it. I would put it, I would put it in two ponytails, pigtails, so you had handlebars. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Um, yes, flip cup was a super fun one, and uh, one that uh, would get very heated though, because oh, yeah. even even your own team it would get very heated because you're watching sometimes. You know, like your partner uh, can't flip the goddamn cup, and everybody's waiting, and you're like in the end, like, "Come on, asshole! What the fuck are you doing?" And then, you know, and then, and they get in their head even more, so it makes them fuck up the flip. So it would create a lot of internal tensions uh, in the team, or when it would be close finishes. Like, no, I flipped my first, you stole it, bitch! <laughs> yeah. You know, I think, uh, speaking of asshole, there was a game called asshole that we would play, but I don't remember the rules. And I think that was a generation ahead of me, so I didn't yeah. put it on the list. Yeah, asshole was so right. any of our older listeners, if you remember the rules of asshole, Please message me and walk me through it. That would have been a, if we did like a top 15 list, maybe I would have put it on. But yeah, as was kind of like a slow day kind of a game. You know, you sit there with your deck of cards. But yeah, these games, I, I like to get amped. You know, it's summertime. You want to have a good time, brother. I got my Moonlife tank on, brother. It's, it's half the yeah. time. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like I like to play games and get my blood going. Get me pumped up. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Like this next one is actually uh, kind of a slight variation of flip cup, but it gets gets you sight. It's called slap cup. And I've never heard of slap cup. Slap cup's awesome. Surprise, you haven't heard of this one. You have like in a table, you have like in like you fill up the table with a bunch of cups, essentially just a bunch of empty cups. And in the middle of that is a full cup, full solo cup with just chopped up with beer. And what you want to do, all the other cups, you have a little bit of beer like you would in flip cup. And essentially you're going around a circle and uh, you have a ping pong ball and you just have to bounce a ping pong ball, one bounce into a cup, then flip it. Well, you bounce it, drink it, then flip it. Just like you would flip cup. If you get it done, you get to pass your cup to the right or to whoever it is on the table. If uh, Actually, if you do it in one try, you get to do whoever you want on the table. If you do anything other than one try, you just go to the right to keep it moving. What the end goal is, is that uh, you want to be done before the person to the right of you is. And when you do that, you can slap their cup away. So then they have to take another cup chug it and keep trying to flip it until you know um, um, until they can pass and the the ball and keep moving but you want to keep fucking someone essentially because whoever at the end of it the last cup that's going to be left is that big one 
So whoever gets fucked in the end has to chug that giant thing, which starts getting warmer and stuff. No, nope, we and should do it one day. It's very violent. <laughs> so you know how we go to McCoy's after the show sometimes? Hey, mm-hmm. shout out to McCoy's on 9th Avenue in Hell's Kitchen. You guys take really good care of us. They brew some of their own beer. They, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's an Irish part, and they have like legit Irish people or really good actors bartending. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a good accent. <laughs> Would it be so funny, or just fun in general, if we brought a whole bunch of solo cups and had our own games in that back table? That would be fucking sweet. And we always get the back area because we come with like twelve people. After the they show. recognize us now. They're like, "Oh, you guys are the comedians." Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe we'll ask them. We'll bring some solo cups, and we could maybe do like something out of it. You know, like a little tournament or something. I don't know. That'd be fun. That would be really fun. Or any just any a bar. And then, and then if they say anything, say, I'm sorry, is this because it's more like a straight type of activity? Okay, I see. I see where this is going. Okay. Mm-hmm. Discrimination. Yeah. I'm calling the Office of Civil Rights. <laughs> okay, so my next one uh, is almost a little related because it's called Slap like the Bag. <laughs> So slap the bag is when you're approached by someone holding a bag of wine from a box of wine with like the spigot facing down. And all you have to do is you just squat to the proper height, position your mouth underneath like like the spigot without touching it with your lips. Actually, we need to touch it with our lips, but because of COVID, you shouldn't do that. Um, yeah. So that's important. Uh, and just let the wine fall in your mouth as you chug. So you just try to chug as much as you can. And then either before or after, you would slap the bag. I think it's best to use Fran- Franzia crisp white to avoid stains because red mm. wine stains. And also red wine yeah. is going to contribute to migraines. Totally. And red wine, people always spell the red wine everywhere. Um, yeah. yeah, I remember <laughs> I remember slapping the bag. But it's not because I feel people like- call it slap the bladder. Yeah. I, I feel like it's much more of a what is it? It's like a pump up activity. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you're, you see someone's like sitting there kind of not having a good time. Slap the bag, brother. You can't have a bad time after you slap the bag. I don't even like drinking wine, but slapping the bag uh-huh. is awesome. And then all of a sudden you get told to slap the bag and there's like a circle of people around you, you know, like, yeah. But whoever's holding the bag has to make sure they do a good job holding it. Cause I've had a couple of, uh, times where i hit the bag the bag went fucking flying that way and that's not good you're gonna have solid bag holding brother you can't it's punch the not- bag carlos you're supposed to slap like a bitch like a pinata <laughs> i was the pinata killer brother that's exactly what i thought of when someone actually put a slap in the bag in front of me and be like oh okay i wanted to get to the fucking candy dude <laughs> understandable i understand that I would turn into a serial killer around pinatas. So uh, something inside of me wake up and someone told me to slap a bag. <laughs> I, pretend, I pretend it's my mom. I am good enough, mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sure, just kidding. I love my mom. Shout out, mom. Uh, you don't depress me that much anymore. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. Wah, yeah, wah, wah, wah. Thank you, therapy. 
<laughs> slap the bag is a classic. Um, and this next one is another one that's also a classic and one that every college campus in America definitely plays. Uh, and it's one that it would work for an inside rainy day, too, because we don't know what the temp is going to be like on Tuesday just yet. Uh, it could be shitty. It could be, you know, it could be good. But we don't we'll know. about regarding um, um, Fourth of July. Yeah, buddy. Uh, <sighs> I hope it's nice. Rainy. Yeah, me too. But who knows? So let's all get to the beach, guys. Yeah. Uh, well, this next one, you probably don't want to play at the beach because it might get messy. But I'm talking about Kings, yo. <gasps> oh, oh, I love Kings. What are your rules? Kings was a good one. Before, we, well, you got basically you got to have a deck of cards. So that's all you need. Correct. You need a deck of cards and beer. Uh, or maybe you can use truly is anything, anything alcohol related in a can or jungle can. juice. Yeah, but not really. Cause in the middle, you got to put it in the tab. So basically you put all the, all your cards upside down and you pick a card at random. And as you do it, you put it in the tab of the beer or truly whatever you want to do. And there's a rule with each card that you pick out, uh, by the number or letter, whatever the fuck it is, the suit. Not the soup, but number or letter. Um, and once you have enough cards in the beer tab, or again, truly whatever, it'll eventually, you'll hear that as it cracks open. Whoever sticks the card in it that gets that crack has to chug the beer. And then once the beer is chugged, you replace it with the new beer, you keep the game going. And here are the rules for each card. Write these down, people. Write these down. Uh, ace is waterfall it means everybody drinks starting with the person that picked out the card basically uh, they, they start chugging a beer whatever they're drinking and the other person goes keeps going keep going keep going keep going once the person that started stops drinking everybody else can stop or if you finish yeah, it's beer. like follow the leader I would say ace to the face guys waterfall yeah that's good I like that ace to the face uh, two is you so you pick someone uh, to drink a three is me, so it means you drink. Four is whores, which is a little antiquated, so don't cancel us. It's just the rule. It means the ladies drink. Uh, five. Now, sometimes we had it as five is guys. Sometimes it's five is bust the jive, which is create a little dance move, and then whoever fucks it up uh, drinks. But it depends. That depends. Also, this one also depends. Six is dicks which is the way I played it, which is that guy's drink. But they, uh, you could, they could replace with a different rule if you did five as guys, but six is dick. Okay, so with the busted jive, if you did a, a dance move as the one that pulled the card, everyone had to mimic it to a T. So it's kind of like like copycatting. Exactly, exactly. Like I do like, pa, pa, pa. And then you have to do it. And I think you add your own dance move at the end of it. Like, pa, 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 and boop. Oh, I see. I see. It's kind of like a theater going. game. Exactly. Exactly. Like a theater game. Um, seven is uh, point to heaven. So you just reach the sky. Last person to do so uh, drinks. Eight is uh, pick a mate. To, so you're not British, but you're picking someone to drink with you every time you take a drink and they drink. Uh, nine is bust a rhyme. Uh, great rapper, but you basically just going to pick a word. And others must rhyme it or drink. And uh, don't pick orange, you fucking jerks. Just play the game. Uh, ten is categories. 
you pick like a category and others need to say things in that uh, category or drinks. Like for example, you say types of car and someone can be like Ford Mustang, uh, Toyota Camry, whatever. And you keep going on until the person doesn't know and they drink. Um, Jack is never have I ever. So very fun game. Uh, you tend to find out a lot about <laughs> people while playing Kings, by the way. <laughs> so watch if you're playing this with your first time girlfriend, folks. <laughs> um, queen is questions. So you have to ask someone a question and if someone answers the question, they drink. So you basically just really like, Simo, uh, why are you so gay? And Simo's like, Carlos, why do you hate life so much? Or some shit like that. And you go back and forth. So someone answers it. Now, King is uh, um, in this rule that I see here, they have it as the person who picks the king drinks that last that last cup, that middle cup. But the way that I played it is you get to make a rule because you're the king. And uh, it could be something like before you drink, you have to put a little man on the beer and then or take him off the beer. Him off. Drink, and then, yeah, take him off, drink and then put him back on. That could be the rule, or you can't curse, or like you can't say people's names. I would do the raptor rule. What's the you raptor? Hold your hands like this, like a raptor, and that's how you had to drink your beer. That's hilarious. And if Dinosaur. basically, if you don't follow the rule, you drink, and the rule would stay on until the next person gets a king, and then they get to make a new rule. So that now, I would do things slightly different, just a little bit. What's your stat? I think we probably did things very similarly, but um, ace waterfall, of course, two you, three me, four. I would say floor. Everyone had to either touch the floor or put your like oh, thumb yeah. down on the table, and then um, five guys, six chicks, seven heaven, eight mate, nine rhyme, ten categories. Jack, never have I ever queen. The way we did questions was just that um, everyone had to um, go around and just ask. Like any question, but whoever hesitated and didn't do it in the form of a question is who drank. And then uh, King, we didn't always have a can in the middle. We just had like a bowl or like a like a cup. And every time you um, picked a king, you would make a rule and also pour as much as you wanted to in this cup. And then uh -huh. whoever picked the last king had to drink what was in the cup. And we and you were encouraged to mix it up. So like I might be drinking uh -huh. juice, you're drinking wine, and then Julie's drinking beer. So uh, it would be a gross concoction. That's disgusting. That is disgusting. But no, yeah, you wanted right. a king so you could make a rule, but you didn't want the king if it was the last one. Totally. And uh, yeah, I played it with the like four is floor thing and uh, six is chicks. So yeah, there are different ways. I guess it's kind of like beer pong in the sense that you know people play with different house rules and they like to play it the way they like to play it. Uh, but it's a fun one. And again, it's a good one for a rainy day. I love games. Fuck yeah. And it's like, you know, you can play with as many people as you want, which is great. Um, yeah, have a good time. Kings is a good um, one. College kids, I want you guys to hear me well when I say this. You have to post the rules because mm -hmm. in the court of law, if it's not written down, it doesn't matter. Okay? Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Next up on my list, I have just keg stand races. And a keg stand is when you have two or more people, depending on how strong they are, hold you upside down and you are holding on to the keg with each hand and uh, the um, tap is in your mouth and you are drinking while someone else is pumping. 
And the idea is to drink for as long as you can. And the whole crowd is going to count slowly. One, two, three, <clears throat> four. And you just want to get the longest period of drinking without spitting it up or, or you know, quitting like a quitter. Totally. And you can make it uh... – you can do individual races, or you can do relay races too, which is kind yeah, of cool. that's fun. So, and and here's the thing: you gotta have if you do it relay style, it's fun, but there's also a bit of strategy on it because you have to have someone who can actually pick you up fast enough and hold you steady, so you can do the drink, get down, and keep moving. So you gotta you gotta be strategic in who you put in that lifting position. Uh, yeah, that I was gonna say. I was a really good chugger, so I was good at things like, uh, like uh, keg stands and shit like that. But yeah, I because you're able to open your throat up like a fucking champ. That's how I got my bid. That's how I got into that this fraternity. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did like 29 seconds once off of a keg that was filled with dark beer, though it was Yingling. And oh. It was gross, and I did it just to be an asshole to prove a point. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't do a keg stand on Yinglings. Like, oh yeah, and you really can't do a keg stand on Yingling. It's disgusting. But I acted like it was like delicious, and I went to the bathroom. <laughs> it's just blue chunks. <laughs> uh, you know what? I used to like Yingling black and tan. Uh, and I would use that in lieu of Guinness for a car bomb. Oh, huh. Yingling with a karma. But I don't know, because I like I like the taste of the uh, I don't like Guinness beer on its own that much. Like, to be honest, I'm too heavy. But with a car bomb, it almost tasted like almost like chocolate milk. I don't know. It was like milk. Yeah, but you had to drink it fast. Otherwise, it would like curdle. It was, it was disgusting. It did it. Yeah. Uh, Does it curdle in your stomach after you drink it? Well, that's what I was just about to ask. That's what I have to say. When I I would drink a few of those a night, and my stomach would definitely feel like shit. So probably does. Yeah. <laughs> but they I mean, were don't awesome. ask me. I'm not the smart one on the pod. That's the that's a you question. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. I feel like it definitely does. <laughs> uh. Not shock me. Not shock me at all. Um, yeah, what I'm do you have next on your list? Okay. Moving on up to my side. Moving on up. Uh, this is one that is fucking awesome. Uh, it's a slip and slide relay, people. And here's the thing. You basically uh, can you just buy a slip and slide on your own. Or you can just make a slip and slide, which is how we did it. Literally just buy yourself a giant tarp at your local Home Depot. Wherever the fuck you go for things like this. And uh, you get a hose, you get a little soap, and spread down things. So you're extra slippery, and then just light, lay the tarp down like a hilly area, something a little slight downhill, if you want, uh, so you can go a little faster. Then there you go. That's all you really need. And basically, you have uh, at least teams of four. And basically, what you do is you chug a beer or you shotgun a drink, whatever it is you want to do. Chug a beer, chug your mixed drink, shotgun, whatever, beer bong. Your choice is yours. And then you're going to go down the slip and slide. And once you get to the other end, you have to get up, which is honestly a lot harder than it sounds because you're like, oh, slippery and shit. Like, ah! And you have to run back up 
to the top of the line, tag your partner, who then they have to chug their drink, make drink, whatever, and then make it down the slip and slide and do the same thing. You're going to do that until everybody's done. And here's the thing. It's pretty exhausting, actually, because you want to, you know, you're running fast, you're slippery. It's tough to kind of catch your footing. So, like, some people, some people are like, sometimes throw up just because they're out of shape. So, you want to pick your team wisely here. It's not about your buddies, you know, especially for us right now. We're dudes in our 30s. Some of our buddies are pretty out of shape right now. (laughs) So, you want to pick wisely who's on your team. Uh, It's very fun. And it gets competitive. But I want to tell you, you want to make sure that you guys go around the other ends, opposite ends, uh, when you're running a, up the slipping side, or else you're going to run into each other. It's going to be a fucking shit show. So just know. But it's an epic game. Super fun. You know uh, what? Some people used to put baby oil on the slipping slides to make it more yeah. slippery. Uh, and it smelled good. I would always use... Uh, I did it a little bit differently. I would always use like bubble bath mix to make it slippery. Oh. And then at the very bottom, I would have a baby pool, a blow up baby pool. And then That's when you land it, it was all bubbly. Because every time you splash in there, it just regenerates the bubbles. You know what I mean? That's smart. And the baby pool stops your momentum when you're yeah, sliding down. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise... Uh, you can slide out into the grass. And grass is really sharp sometimes. It can, like, cut you when it's wet. So you got to be careful with that shit. So, yeah, that's a great idea, actually. We didn't we, – or <laughs> we'd either keep sliding – smart sometimes. Hey, yeah. Or we'd, like, keep sliding until you hit a fence. Like, oh! <laughs> so, so, yeah, baby pool. Uh, probably a better way to go. <laughs> um, what you got next? Next, I have, um, let's go with, you know what a strikeout is? I've never yeah, done it. I've done okay. it. I used to play game with them. <laughs> so I think, I could be wrong, but I think a strikeout is when you take a big hit of weed, but typically it's from like a water bong, and yeah. then you keep it in, so you inhale it, <gasps> keep it in. And then you pound a beer or like you do a beer bong. Mm-hmm. And then after that, do a shot real quick, mm-hmm. a shot of liquor. And then you yeah. exhale the marijuana. Does it get you more drunk or something or more high? I mean, or you just- get fucked up because you're taking, I mean, you're taking two shots or two drinks essentially with the beer and the thing. But also since you're holding in the smoke in your brain, you kind of get a little lightheaded. <laughs> oh Yeah. So then when you exhale and you have the two drinks going down your system so fast, it's kind of like a whoa feeling for a second. Yeah. Um, but we would even take that one step forward. Cause I remember the strikeout. I forget it was in a movie that was really popular. I forgot which one it was. I don't know if it was uh like the American Pie movies or, or Road Trip, Euro Trip. It wasn't one of those. But we decided to uh take it a step further and call it a knockout. And it was very similar. But you would take a hit of a bong, a pound of beer, take a shot, chug a mixed drink, and then take a hit of a cigarette. And then you exhale. Oh, really? I thought you were going to say, like, you had to snort an an Adderall. Oh, no. (laughs) Because the Adderall would keep you up. But then the cigarette, you already have the weed in your lungs. It's kind of tough. And you hit the cigarette. And, like, most of the time, you'd be like, (laughs) but also you're taking three drinks. 
at the same fucking time. So, you know, you do that twice and that's a, that's you a guys are thing. monsters. You know that you guys are yeah, fucking yeah. monsters. We were I can't do it anymore, man. That's why <laughs> I drink once and I'm in bed for like three days after. I think, I think oh I just God, had my too. drinking card. I had, I had a couple um, beers last night. I wonder what it was. I only had maybe two or th- maybe I had three, but I had such a migraine today and I'm like, I have to figure out exactly which beer it was that gave this to me. So I feel like three beers isn't enough to make me hungover, but there's some things that just give me migraines. Like red wine gives me migraines. Yeah, um, me too. Champagne gives me migraines. Some, there's some of those like um, seltzer drinks that give me migraines, but not all of them. So I had to really like keep a journal. Yeah, actually, same here. I don't know if they dehydrate you or what it is, but like some of them give me awful headaches. So I have to be careful with those. Hmm. We should put well, them to the test. What's your last one? My last one, I think, is I mean, it was tough between this and the and the slip and slide because they're both equivalently fun. And they get yeah. my they make me feel like a like a little kid playing them. You know, you're so fucking giddy. Um, this one is a drunken dizzy bat relay. Yeah. Do you remember dizzy bats? Oh, oh man. Cool. All you need is literally go to whatever local store you have, Walmart, Target, whatever the fuck you want, Target if you're fancy. Uh, get those kids plastic baseball bats and get some booze. That's all you need. You basically put a little hole in the top of the bat so you can fill it with booze uh, to a certain amount. And uh, you have you know at least teams of four. So you're on this end, someone on that end, and you have to chug the drink in the bat. Then you put your forehead to the top of the bat and on the ground, and you're going to spin. Now, usually it's like five times, but it depends on the game. You can do maybe seven to ten times. <laughs> I would keep it in the five to ten. Uh, because here's the thing. You're already drunk, so your balance is a little off, and now you're getting really dizzy. And then you have to run over to your partner the other end and tag them, and they got to do it. And it is the funniest thing ever. Even if you're not playing, yeah, someone has to record it. It is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny to just play. You're trying to run, and you see people collapsing, but watching it, dude. I've seen people break fences. I've seen people crash into each other. I've seen people go over fences. It is wild. It's such a fun game. And literally, it's one that like it's it's so easy to do. I put this as first because the slip and slide can be very complicated. You need a lot of space to get it set up. You need a hose. Yeah. You know, all kind of dizzy bat. You need like what twenty bucks and you can play. So, but you know what? I had no idea that you could just drill a hole in the bottom of like a wiffle ball bat, like a little yeah. plastic bat, and drink out of it. I had no idea. I just yeah. know that this was my favorite thing to, to do at the beach. Yes, at the beach is a super fun one. And I think that's the where it's probably the safest place to do it too. Cause if you fall over, at least you just land on sand. Uh, but it yeah, also works. Like a volleyball player, like a badass. Yeah, exactly. Now, and I, I played it a lot in backyards at fraternity houses, and that's where fences ended up being damaged. So maybe have a little buffer of people who can kind of push you on the ground. Yeah. They're about to eat shit <laughs> and avoid tables with uh, sharp corners and edges on it. <laughs> Correct. I've seen some close. Maybe you, close like, maybe you should just have some shoulder pads and knee pads and maybe wear a bubble. <laughs> 
<laughs> about Kawhi. <laughs> okay, well, here's my last one, which I think is the most fun. But have you ever been iced? Yes. You know what? Smirnoff ice to me is kind of a gay drink or associated with being kind of a gay drink because it's so sweet. Um, you know, the sweet drinks are what, what really gets me like the most sick at night. I feel mm-hmm. like I don't have too much sugar, I guess. I don't know. Or it could be the fact that I just had 20 drinks. So anyway, um, icing is kind of a drinking game. You almost like sabotage people. And so uh, it's when um, you hide a bunch of Smirnoff ices throughout your home or a party. And when another person finds it, they have to kneel and drink it. That's it. It's that easy. It. And everybody around them is like, oh! Here's the thing the you with. And it's like, I had one where I went to this girl's birthday. And here's the thing. She had a boyfriend at the time. And, and um, so I show up and I have a gift for her. And it's like this nice box. And it looks so nicely wrapped. Like even the boyfriend was like, what the fuck is this guy? Like giving a gift to my girl when I'm right here. Uh-huh. He has a jealous face. And he, she's like looking around, like, oh my God, you didn't have to. Everybody's like, what the fuck? Opens the thing. There's a ice just sitting right there. And everybody was like, oh. And even the boyfriend was like, oh man, that was you got me, dude. You got me. <laughs> and then I pulled out the rest of the pack. Like, here you go. Happy birthday, whatever. But it got such a great reaction. I was like, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm I don't think I can top this one. Uh, that's pretty but, amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah it's during so during the pandemic, a lot of people would drive up to their friends' houses and put a Smirnoff ice on their porch and ring the doorbell and run away. And they come out and be like, what's this? What is this? You just got fucking iced, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah I love stuff. that shit. The best is when someone who was talking shit got iced, too. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Cocky people getting iced just was such a I haven't time. done it in a while. Now what I do is... I'll I'll drink um like my corona and I'll hand it to someone else and say, hey, you take a sip. And then after they take a sip, I say, hey, you just been coronad. Because I tested positive this morning. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that's why I don't share drinks with you anymore. <laughs> you can never be safe. Smart, smart move, homie. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, oh, God. That has been our list. So let us know what you thought. Are you prepared for summer now? Are you prepared for the 4th of July? Are you prepared to be the coolest? Let us know on all social channels. And if there's any fun drinking games that we missed that you want us to let us know about, uh, you know, we're trying to be cool again this summer. Let us know on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. That's on YouTube. Give me a follow as well at Carlos Does the World. That's on Instagram. That's on TikTok. That's on Facebook. That's on YouTube and Carlos Does World on Twitter. And follow my good buddy Simo over there at Chris.more.comedy on Instagram, on TikTok. And of course, at C More Comedy on Twitter. Oh, do it right now. Just do it. Wait for you for a second. They go get on Instagram, put up Carlos Just the World, Chris.more.comedy, at Franchise Podcast. We got time. We got nothing better to do. I tend to search Randy Blue Gay Porn. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I got a box of tissues and some lotion on standby. We're good. We're good. And so, maybe a banana. So now you guys have followed us. Now I can thank yep. you. And, thank uh, you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and of course, Mr. Mo, we will be back next week with another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. But first, why don't you get us out of here? Well, I motioned this meeting. Wait. <gasps> this is the first time I messed that up. I motioned to a... Maybe. I shouldn't smoke before uh, recording. I motioned to adjourn this meeting so I can go play beer pong. And I suck it! We'll be back next week with another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time! The Frat Chat Podcast. See ya! Now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.